Welcome to the All Tides Podcast, a space to remind you that there's magic in the water and in each of us. The All Tides Podcast is my venue to share stories and conversations with friends about water as our healer, the importance of protecting what we love, and how time and nature can be both the most important and the easiest mindset work. In chatting with other water babies, I explore and acknowledge the unique currents that brought each of us to and through where we are now, and ultimately inspire one another to unapologetically chase more sunsets or live a life of beauty and adventure on your own terms. Shed the weight of the past, trust the flow of what's for you, and know it's safe and important to thrive in all tides. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the All Tides podcast. And thank you to those of you who have taken a few moments to shoot me some feedback, let me know what you like and what I can do better. Um, obviously, I'm just getting started, so I appreciate the the kindness with which the feedback has been delivered. So um, this is really an interesting experiment in going with the flow. I am a recovering perfectionist, and so putting this like unedited, truly imperfect image of myself out there is very confronting and weird. And I think that because of that, it's important for me to do it anyway. So I'm doing it anyway. Um, so with all of that, it's kind of this funny thing, like why do we take life so seriously in some ways and not so seriously in other ways? For me, um, I know that when it comes to my image negative experiences, what's not going great. Um, I take that really hell, like a hell of a lot more seriously than celebrating and sell not just celebrating, but like pursuing things to, um, I don't know, bring me more joy. So there are obviously a lot of people who are living their life, you know, going hard after the things that make them feel really good often. But I think that a lot of us have our priorities a little bit mixed up in terms of that. And maybe that's a Midwest work ethic and maybe that's an American, you know, work hard type thing, but, and, you know, earn your play and earn your fun. But I really just think that that's being, you know, confused around what we should be focused on. Um, So as you saw from the title, this episode is about my favorite topic, sunsets. So chase more sunsets is the concept I want to dive into a little bit with you today. Um, And sunsets meaning like literal sunsets and sometimes just the things that we want to, that bring us joy, inspiration, and we find uplifting, beautiful, et cetera. So I feel like taking time to do something every day that makes you happy should be a priority. And I've said should twice now, and I am like intentionally shooting on you and me. So sunrise, sunset, other moments in nature are available and they're free and they're happening daily if that's what you're going for. But also just taking a pause with your coffee to appreciate the moment for yourself, hugging a loved one, moving your body, reading, writing, doing a craft, art, hobby, whatever, um, or watching a funny YouTube video. That's, that's the point, the, the fun, the, the, what is not really the point, like whatever you're doing, no one cares except you. And that's the way it should be. I of course, highly suggest nature for all the added benefits of that, but that's up to you. 
when we learn to pursue what brings us joy and make it part of our everyday, our everyday existence, we're doing a lot right. So I kind of think of it as like setting a boundary. And for me, it also kind of overlaps with an affirmation that I'm declaring when I take this action or, you know, for me, I'm literally talking about chasing more sunsets, but, um, I'm, I'm affirming this statement of, I find inspiration in nature every day, or I'm grateful for the inspiration I find in nature, or I'm grateful for nature, or I'm grateful that I'm in a safe place that I can view this, or I'm grateful that I was at the right place at the right time. Um, and I know that when I take these few moments to give myself this, there's this kind of clearing of all that had happened up until that point in the day. And it's like setting the stage for all that's to come. Um, kind of like a blank slate. And there's this other benefit, um, and that's the component of repetition. So when you feel this happy, joyful, or whatever it is, the feeling you want to feel, um, consistently, you're doing a lot for your neurology. You're making this connection and between, you know, an external state and an internal feeling in NLP, there's a concept or a technique called anchoring where essentially you elicit really strong, um, feelings around a particular image or, um, you know, an experience so that you can, um, use like by pulling that to mind, you then, you know, press somewhere on your body. So you could, you know, squeeze your, um, you know, thumb or pull on your earlobe or, um, and not like obnoxiously subtly. Um, but essentially, so then later over time, you not even over time instantly, basically you could, if you've built it strong enough, you can then touch that place on your thumb or touch that place on your earlobe and access that same feeling without actually needing to be in that state of joy or confidence or whatever the thing, the experiences that you had called to mind. So you're basically able to more automatically create the state even without the condition. And I do feel like this is just classical conditioning. Um, but for me, this kind of, this is what you're doing when you build in a daily practice of joy, you begin to access that good feeling, that good emotion more easily, the more that you actually practice it. So, um, for me, I'm able to feel inspiration, joy, whatever, you know, there are a bazillion emotions and I, yes, I just said it bazillion. Um, there are many emotions that I feel when I see a sunset and now I can close my eyes or, um, scroll through my feed or, you know, my, my photos on my phone. Um, but even, and most importantly, just close my eyes and access the, the state that I'm looking for. I've also recently been really buying into this thought of, um, that God, the universe, whatever you believe in, um, is like seeing me prioritizing my joy and my meanness and has like great excitement and wants to like meet me with that. So the, the affirmation that I'm going to tell you is actually taken from a money coach. Her name's Jenna Black. Um, and it is when I say yes to my soul, the universe says yes to me. So obviously that one's about money. It can apply to other things, of course. And I think it truly does in terms of this chase more sunsets concept 
you're showing up for what you desire to have more of in your life. And you will start to see that it is returned to you more frequently, um, that, or whatever the feeling is, um, you'll start to notice that you now again, like naturally are able to remember to go do it. Um, or you might just find that there are these little synchronicities that start happening where you're experiencing, experiencing it more often. And you can choose to think, you know, this is just ironic or coincidence, um, or you can look at it as you're being kind of, um, the universe is meeting you for what you did. Or as another, another quote, um, I take one small step towards the universe and the universe takes a big step or leap back to me. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's that same thing. The dividends of what you are putting into something. So yes, all of that is nice, but I also think that going back to the idea of taking things seriously, that somewhere along the way, humanity just in general got confused. I personally think that the point of our time on earth is to feel the things that we desire and to, to learn. Um, God, universe, whatever, again, that you believe in wants you to connect with that. So are you doing things that connect you with that? (laughs) That is like the question. Chase more sunsets, both the design and the concept is for you to remind you to identify the things that make your heart happy, um, create easy rhythms that allow for more of that, and then reframe, retrain, and find gratitude in whatever happens along the way. Because we all know things are not necessarily always flowing perfectly. So how can you shift that to, um, yeah, find gratitude in what comes up? And I will be the first to admit that I fall in and out of this all the time. I can go weeks on end, just like living in this very dedicated to my joy state. And then I can have weeks and months of like none of that. Um, because even though I do obviously just because I'm working with Lake Effect Co see and say chase more sunsets multiple times a day, I am a human And humans forget what they're on earth to do, which is learn, have fun, grow, be kind, and love. And when I'm in the pressures of the things that I feel like I have to get done immediately, I definitely lose sight of that. And I guess to go a little bit more personal with with this, the last few months are a really wonderful example And by wonderful, I mean like they're a good example, but they were not necessarily the most wonderful. Um, Once I opened the shop this summer, I was working like tirelessly on the business and feeling a lot of pressure and working on, you know, growing and doing the best that I could with my physical shop and still keeping the online shop going and still honoring all the things that my soul wanted me to do. Um... And don't get me wrong. When I say this was hard, it was also like very aligned with my purpose. And I knew that it was the season that I was in and what I wanted to be doing. So there were definitely moments though, where work or just running an errand or something took me away from what I would have preferred to be doing as in like being on the water or catching the sunset. And, um, I don't want to admit this really, but I'm vowing to be very honest here. So I full on resented people who were 
truly enjoying summer and going on vacations and enjoying the water and having leisure time and um, basically like all the things I'm obsessed with that I built this business around because they were getting to experience it and I was not. And there were even times when um, the girls working in the shop would send me the sunset pictures and my heart would just like sink. And, you know, it was like first this like jealousy for what they were experiencing while I was locked away in my windowless cell. Uh, Just kidding. But that's like exactly the point. Like there's this cage that our own mind puts us in because ultimately I'm getting to do something that I love. The work that I'm doing is wildly... um, beautiful and aligned with me. And I have taken in countless sunrises and sunsets and time on the water. And I did have to be more intentional about making sure I got that time this summer, but I did get it. And if I could have used those moments of, I don't know, frustration as opportunities to reframe and find gratitude instead, or like just go for a five minute walk, because that's definitely something I would have had time for, that would have solved the problem. So ultimately I would deny myself what I wanted thinking I didn't have the 15 minutes to an hour. And there are days where I don't have the 15 minutes to an hour to dedicate to the, the thing that I want to do. Um, but there, most of the time that is just something I'm telling myself and I can go for that walk, see the sunset, drive to a place where I can have a better view or dip my toes in the water. So that was, those were all choices I was making. So as we go into winter and I'm recording this from my apartment where I'm just like watching a beautiful snowfall a little earlier than I expected. (laughs) But as we go into winter, I feel like it's more important than ever to reframe this time, this season as one that requires a little bit more creativity Um, versus just a time where we're crabby and we're writing off joy and we'll be okay next spring. Because really, like, let's think about it. The sunrise is anywhere from like, I don't know, 7.30 to 8, or maybe it's not that late. But sunset is happening at like 3 p.m. So there's an increased probability that you'll catch sunrise and sunset more often if that's what you're, if that's the thing that's making you come alive. So there are a few other tips I have for chasing more sunsets, both literal and figurative. If you're like not even sure if you like anything anymore, um, because believe me, people do. And I have been in the place where truly it feels like there's just like no fucking way to find joy and absolutely not daily. And you're so stuck in your routine and your obligation and prioritizing everyone other than yourself. And if that's the case, I would say it's even more important to take this time to, you know, chase more sunsets. So I have a couple steps. Um, But what I would suggest for this is taking time, like not fitting it in a five minute break. You, I want you to take like some actual time to get calm and um, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes and list what you love and why you love it. And like, nothing's off limits, be weird, be yourself. Um, and I would suggest putting down with 
that list a few of the reasons why you love them, what emotions they bring up, maybe they're connected to like a memory. Um, The more you write down and kind of brainstorm, the more you might be able to pick out a few patterns and it'll be easier for you to identify um, an alternative activity if the feeling itself isn't something that you can do daily or isn't like a four seasons option. Um, And then like let these ruminate start to connect with what feels like the items you might want to prioritize. And again, like this doesn't have to be um, something you do every day if that doesn't sit right for you. It could be a couple things that you do over the course of the week. I want it to be something that's sustainable and you're not going to grow tired of because like that's definitely not the point of this. Um, But an example would be if like the beach is your happy place and that's something you would love to have more of in your life, but you live in the Midwest or, um, somewhere in a four seasons world where that's like not doable, then writing down the feeling you're experiencing is important with this. So say that you feel Zen and warmth and comforted and, um, yeah, then this doesn't mean that you won't be like including beaches in your like yearly plan. And when you have an opportunity to be in that situation, you won't take it. But on days when that's not possible, um, you will have to get more creative. So hot yoga, make a stack of like, make a fort of warm blankets, um, find a fireplace. There are so many like hotels that have beautiful fireplaces that you can buy a cocktail, cup of tea. Um, I don't know why I said hotels, bars, restaurants, coffee shops, um, move your body, whatever. Um, The whole point, again, is there are no rules. You're making them. But if it's not something you can do daily, that's also fine. The point of all of this is just to find more of the feelings that you are seeking. Focus on that. Um, And with that, like, I, I think that, like, the most important thing, this is for me. For me, the biggest tip really is using nature in this. Um, in whatever way is available to you and as often as available. There are so many stats and articles around this that are just showing the importance of nature in our lives. Um, again, I talk about Blue Mind all the time. There's also a book called The Biophilia Effect, and I'll link a couple others that I've read that are really good. Um, it's not just about the water, forest, whatever you can find. Um, but like, we are part of nature. So trying to exist apart from it does a real like fucking humdinger on ourselves and messes shit up. So like, let's make life easier on ourselves and get some wild time out there. Like seriously, it's very important. So again, I'm not telling you what to do, but when I say chase more sunsets, that for me means adding in this out, this outdoor component. Um, and I have a couple like tips and reasons why. So like one, get fresh air. And obviously in the Midwest or anywhere where it's really cold a lot of the time, um, you might be tempted to make excuses on this, but, um, even if temps are well below zero, it feels crazy good to just like have this like blast of cold air on your face. Even if it's just a matter of seconds to remind you like how lucky are we to be sheltered and have a retreat in heat literally just behind you. Um, we have warm clothes and we're not stuck outside and you also feel really grateful for the summer. That's, you know, six months away. 
the opposite is true if it's like sweltering hot and you um, can go outside and just like feel the intensity of that and then come back and retreat into cool. So um, I also recently was reading something where it's like, yes, um, like the indoor, like the out, sorry, the outdoor world has pollutants and a lot of shit going on. Um, but compared to our inside spaces, the outdoor air is much healthier. So unless you have like some wildly, um, like purified air or you're in a city or a place where you know that the air is not high quality, but for the masses, that is true. Um, my next tip is like, listen, truly listen, birds, wind, water, whatever's around you. And if you're in an urban jungle, I know that there's got to be a park nearby that you can head to. If not, there's usually still like a bird in a tree nearby and they're usually singing. They were this morning here in Milwaukee, even though it was snowing, which I found crazy. Um, but let this serve you as a reminder that like, despite the circumstances, the birds are still singing. Um, and someone's going to say like, okay, well, what if they aren't? Well then create your own nature. Um, look like close your eyes, listen to your own breath. Maybe you'll hear your heartbeat in your ears. Um, I don't know. It's, it's up to you to, to create what this looks like for you, but there's also benefits in just like listening to nature sounds. YouTube has a lot of them. Um, so that's so, so important. And going back to blue mind, um, they talk about the importance of the sounds of water and what that does for your, your mindset, your stress levels, probably a lot of other amazing things that I don't remember right now, but you should just read that book already. Um, okay. Number three, feel the earth and get grounded and take this as far as you can. If it's not feasible for you to like plant your feet on the earth, um, you could consider a grounding mat or mattress just get creative with what you have. Um, if it is like not snowy or wet, uh, kick off your shoes, walk on the ground. Like, I mean, obviously look, make sure you're not stepping on anything, but it feels so good. You're just like connected to something so much bigger yourself, bigger than yourself. And this is like, um, a term that is talked about a lot in the biophilia effect, like the importance of truly connecting, um, like, without anything in between your, the, your actual soles of your feet and the earth. Um, and then number four, walk, like move your body around. Um, we are designed to move. And when we don't, it's just kind of like messing things up for us on a physical level. Um, I like to use my walks to kind of be more meditative, um, to catch up on like an inspiring podcast or a book. Um, or to like kind of use it as like a like rampage of appreciation or gratitude. So being thankful for the things in your life. If you can't think of things or you're having a, a tough day, like be thankful for, you know, just the different parts of your body that are working perfectly um, or just working um, what you see around you, etc. And then obviously this list would not be complete without me actually saying like chase more sunsets because we have the sun and the moon and I guess technically the stars and planets and all of that. And we can just be mesmerized by the fact that we're like on this ball floating around in a galaxy. Like what is happening? Get existential, have fun with it. Um, I download the sky view 
app or, you know, find any other like app that works for you. But basically you can see exactly when and where the sun rises and sets, the moon rises and sets, all the stars um, and where everything's moving around. And it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, Also bonus points for learning more about the lunar cycle and how that helps us like really simplify our lives really, but can help us justify our emotions, work with creativity, all of that. And it is like wildly fascinating. Um, again, not surprising. We're mostly made of water. Um, the moon affects the tides because it's made of water. We're made of water. The moon therefore affects us. So I'm happy to share more races, resources about that in the show notes as well. But, um, so yeah, chase more sunsets. Um, and then just to close all of this out, if you're going to take your life seriously, I highly suggest taking your joy, curiosity, awe, and gratitude seriously too, or whatever the emotions are that you enjoy the most. If this is a challenge for you, I suggest you accept it as I'm going to be, because this one is truly important for all of us. 